welcome to another episode from Honest to a Malt. Uh, today, Mike, what's our episode title? A good day to drink hard. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> episode four. We are still, and still on the uh, the action film. So I guess that's instead of Die Hard. A good day to die hard. A, a good, good day, day to, to die hard. hard. A good day to drink hard. It's a good theme. And we're going to be re- trying to recant uh, going to Whiskey Live, which was very recently on Saturday. Um, which was a very good day. And it, it was, was um, a good day, to, <laughs> a good day to drink hard. We, we both, I went, I don't know about you, but I went into it with the best intention of not drinking too much again, mm-hmm. like a, a whiskey festival. Um, and I can't remember when that went out the window, but. I think it's the first time I've gone in with a plan to try and be sensible for the first two hours, try and just, you know, spread the word about the, uh, the almighty pod, um, go and sample what we actually wanted to sample, speak to the people we wanted to speak to, like as a priority before we get carried away. Mm. Except we were there from five to 10. Yeah. So it's five. So that's quite a, quite a window yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how we do let's see how much we remembered from mm. it. um so we um uh, should we do a usual what's in our glass first and what we've been drinking uh, over the last few days excluding the festival where obviously we're trying recovering to, we tried a lot of stuff yeah okay we'll do that what's in your glass What's in your glass? Tell me, Duncan, what have you been drinking this week? So, Duncan, well, what's in your glass? What have you been drinking? Well, right now, I've got um, a Gordon McFarl, a Balblair distillery in Vanessa Airport. So, G&M Balblair, about halfway through the bottle. Yeah. Um, it, it's giving me a lot of like orchard fruits and milk chocolate goodness on the end. And 46% is perfect for me today because I'm still slightly in recovery. Um, and uh, I've been drinking a lot of Springbank 10 recently, nice. the November batch, which is just outstanding. It's really So excellent. when you say November batch, is that the, it's November 22, it was produced, but it's only got released in March 23. Is that correct? Um, I can't really remember when I bought it. Just look at the back of the bottle and it says 10th of the 11th, 22. So I guess it. I didn't buy it in November. Maybe I did. Might, might have been December purchase or something. Yeah. I, you know, I can't be sure. But anyway, that's been excellent. I've also been drinking, um, trying to get, trying to finish off. I mean, it's a, it's a good task to be fair. Finish off the Murray McDavid Lashig rum cask finish because I've only got really a, you know, a few big pours of that left. Yeah. When I get to that kind of stage. I'm trying to see who I should be giving a sample to that I haven't yet given a sample to and um, get it finished, right? You know, generosity you? knows no bounds. <laughs> yeah. What That's about what you? Say. So me, this is my first dram since the festival. I'm going with an old favourite of Eagle Rare. Buffalo right. Trace bourbon, um, aged 10 years, 45%. Really easy to get hold of. Really easy drink, uh, loads of cherry, nice bit of oak in there. Um, your sort of standard uh, dreaded vanilla notes, which I love. Um, love it. And yeah, it's just really good value. Kicks the ass out of sort of other bourbons, in my opinion, in that region. So that is what's in my glass and what I'll probably be drinking for a couple of days while I uh, 
recover. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, I've also been having a bit of that Kilkerrin Bourbon cask strength, the eight. I've had a, a bit of that in the last week. I just couldn't put it down, so I've been chipping away at that. I still haven't gone back to it yet. I'm going to give it time because it's mm-hmm. still just a bit sprightly for me. Yeah. Straight off, mm-hmm. but yeah. No, I'm into it. With the uh, slight increase in sunshine and temperature today, I was just like, yeah, it's all about <laughs> bourbon. Full on bourbon today. And obviously, it'll please our uh, 11% of American listeners. Uh, so, yeah. It's actually down to down to 7% now. As the That's because we didn't mention bourbons last week and we've lost them all. <laughs> That's so, what it is. They damn just it. Tuned in. <laughs> just tuned in looking for that one word. Hey, um, I've got to do a quick. I've got to do a quick shout because some people have still have sent us their stories of oh yeah, of, of fading whiskey. So I, I don't want to drop that. So um, this is a story from um, an, an anonymous person. We're going to call Stavros from Brighton. I think I thought it was John from Glasgow, wasn't it? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's this one, Stavros from Brighton. They're cousins. <laughs> they might well be. A uh, bit of a distance between them, but people, you know, family don't always stay together. To be fair. <laughs> so he, he said, he said um, like most men, I presume I purchased far too much whiskey. Fair enough. I can't argue with him there. I think it might actually be a minority of us that purchased too much whiskey, but yeah. Okay. My good wife was in a great humor about it until she realized, if anything, it's ever increasing with deliveries and our home is more whiskey than anything else. Something we all understand, right? The solution, oh, it's, he's, he's written it in a very, uh, you know, very structured style. My, my dad lives a couple of miles away and uh, I get them delivered there. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Genius as a win, and I sneak them into the house. And again, very structured. What's the problem with rerouting? Uh, Stavros from Brighton says, well, the local DPD driver, uh, <laughs> we'll call him Graham, uh, an, understa- sta- an understanding legend? Or understating? I think he means understanding. Understated? One, yeah, it could be. Understated and understanding. One day remembered that because my dad was out, he kindly thought he'd turn up at my home and deliver the bottle straight there. Uh, unfor- <laughs> well, unfortunately, he was. I think his wife was there, and he said the conversation went ruddy hell. Your husband buys a lot of whiskey. Does he sell it commercially? Oh um, no! And <laughs> <laughs> um, finally asked, um, uh, "How come it? <laughs> he let on. How come it goes to to the other house instead all the time of this house? Oh, oh no! I, if there was a list of DPD drivers that you don't want, surely that guy would be top of the list. I mean, he's not done many." Thumbs down. Does not done him any favours there. Um, yeah. So he was out and he returned home from work and might well have got the third degree, but apparently they're all good and jetting off to uh, on holidays and stuff together. So, uh, yeah. They survived. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, It's a positive. It's a happy story, if anything else. <laughs> story, <laughs> story about, it's a story of joy. Yeah, so that was, a, feel free to keep sending those in uh, if you want. We're always happy to, uh, to read them, uh, mm. as you can see, uh, pretty much verbatim with names omitted. Um, so, Mike, I've got something for you this week, um, suggested by Brian Volker. You know, okay. um, well, I think we, I think we've kind of alluded to it before, and he's like, "Oh, we should do that." So, look, we'll give it a go. So, I don't know how much you know about this stuff, but there's obviously a lot of old blends from the sort of 50s, 60s, and 70s, which have yep. some fairly amusing names. So, I thought I'd just see how much you know about it and whether you can say if these are blends or not. Oh, on the spot quiz. I like it. Well, yeah, you haven't seen it. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a quiz, would it? it would I just promise be not a, to Google. It'd be a parade otherwise. Well, people will be able to hear if you're typing and we'll know. So you just have to say pretty much straight, you know, fairly quickly if you think it is a uh, blend or made up. Yeah, okay. we'll call this blend or made up as a 
interesting name for you. So let's start off with one, an easy one. Uh, or is it? Or is it an easy we'll one? See. Here we go. Speaker. Blend. Yeah, it is. It's a blend from the 50s. Kneel before. Made up. Oof, yes, it is made up. Yeah, yeah, very good. Your monks. Your mum? <laughs> your mum, yeah. Your... <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ye, your monks. Ye monks. Uh, yeah. That's got to be made up. No, it's a blend from the 50s and 60s. Really? Is yeah. that a buckfast bottling? Ye, Y-E, monks. Yeah. Quality, eh? Yeah. Big G. Spending Gs. That's got to be a blend. It should be if it's not. It's made up. I've done oh. that because actually the blend was big T. Uh, this is these are, by the way, these are all scotch blends. Um, I guess we could do bourbons or something, uh, in a different week. Uh, well, I don't know how you, you probably got one right so far, maybe two. I'm not yeah. really keeping the score properly. I am, it's two. Okay, here we go. Um, red hackle, red hackle made up. It's it's a that's a blend from the fifties, no. and I was going to call it Red Tackle, <laughs> and then uh, I, I, I thought you would get that one. The, the, uh, the mind could stray quite easily there. Yeah, it could yeah. do. Okay, here's one more. Um, proud Roundhead. Oh, Scotch. So made up. Yes, it is made up, but it there is a Proud Cavalier, which is from the sixties and seventies. All right, let's just do um, two more. Um, Hanky Bannister. I'm saying that's genuine. If it's not, I'm going to blend it myself. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's a genuine one from the 60s. <sighs> yeah, okay. And um, My million's gone. Yeah. Oh, I could do... I'll just do one more. Okay, let's, let's try this one. Cathedral. City. It's a cheese, isn't it? It is a cheese now, but was it a blend? A wine? No, I don't think... It's got to be made up. Singular words, not... Generally, hitting. Oof, that's controversial. You're going to get a lot of abuse for that because quite a lot. This is brand. There is quite a lot of single single words. Scotch, to be fair, I mean, blends. Yeah, there really is. I mean, you should really retract that. I mean, maybe go into hiding. I um, stand by it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a real one as well. So there you go. Well, you've. Um, I thought you did all right. Yeah, I think you did. You maybe got half or something. There's some really good ones actually. I have to see what else we can find. Hanky spanky blended whiskey. That's what that's what I'm interested in. There's also some really like serious ones like the challenge. Ooh, see. The the elite. Is that just to get through it because it's so shit? <laughs> Family friendly pod. Um, <laughs> I well, I don't know, but I mean, you know, I would love a blend in my cupboard that was called the challenge or the elite. That's pretty wicked, isn't it? <laughs> Sounds proper. So. Yeah, well, let's let's uh, recap then the um, whiskey live. Yeah, let's recap whiskey live. Uh, Highlights for you. Well, I can tell you lowlights. Lowlights was the train before we even got there. Oh, don't. I don't know about for you, but I had to wait fifteen minutes to get a tube. And then do you I not was... remember you 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 telling me about waiting fifteen minutes where I've had to travel halfway across Kent due to failed train lines, then right. get a train in. And still managed to get there on time that we prearranged. So, you, yeah, you I got de- delayed by twenty five minutes. And the tube station. Uh, I'm not, not, not. I'm not building in. You know, <laughs> twenty five minutes. Like I, I'm. If you're in London, you should be able to get there within a minute of being planned. <laughs> and it turns out that that's not the case anymore. Um, 
waiting 15 minutes for a, for a train on the central line is ridiculous on a Saturday. Hashtag TFL rant. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a bit, isn't it? But anyway, nevertheless, we got there and then we were very sensible, yep. um, which means we just had one pint. Before one pint of the- Guinness. We lined ourselves. We got the iron count up. We had a lovely little beer in the Eagle Pub in Hoxton and then uh, caught up with some people that had done uh, the early shift uh, at the Whiskey Festival. Why do you think it is that so many people that are really into whiskey are, are super into stout and and um, and Guinness? Ooh. Just a side note, it's something side that note. keeps, it keeps me awake me, at night. I would say mouthfeel. It's definitely got sort of that uh, viscosity that you don't get with a pint. Um, yeah, and be. there's a lot going on in flavour. Yeah, it's just deep. It's like it's rich. rich. Yeah, I know you get that with the IPAs, but half of them taste like no well, flowers. Yeah, yeah, not into super super. It's just IPAs. a it's just a it's just a side note. I just you know yeah. I just noticed that a lot of people that are into whiskey also really into stout or Guinness and um, I love a nice um, marshmallow stout. So. Yeah, Tiny Rebel do amazing stouts. I tried to stay off that stuff because I feel like if I get into that as well, um, mm. then there's no end to this, right? If you see what I mean? You just get really fat quickly, that's all. Yeah, well. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't go well with my body for some reason, just like yeah. balloon up. But, so we so we, we get we get to the festival, we've had a pint. It's not that busy when we get in, is it really, to be fair? I don't think it was that busy at all. No, it was weird. You saw, I remember walking in saying to you, is there a lot less stands and stuff than there was last year? Because it looked, the whole place looked empty, weirdly. Yeah. But then, obviously, we had that two hours beforehand where uh, ahead of sort of normal entry. So, yeah, we did get a little bit of time to sort of just get around. Yeah, I mean, I think there's more than you realise when, when you get in, for sure. But the first thing that happens is, and I don't know why they do this at, well, this festival anyway, is you walk in and the first thing they do is hand you a bag full of stuff. That's the last thing I want when I walk through a door. I don't want to, like, I want a glass and that's it. You know, no one told you the tokens are in the bag either. These like premium tokens. So if you dumped the bag, you wouldn't have had your premium tokens. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, to be fair, I thought you'd have loved that. I thought you would have really enjoyed it because given all your uh, your middle class appliances in your cupboards that we saw on Twitter the other day, a little, a cheeky little tote bag would be a lovely little addition, I think. If, what happens if I was to tell you that my missus has probably got about 35 tote bags or whatever they're called? I would not be surprised. So I just I open a cupboard and they just fall out. I don't need another <laughs> tote bag. I can tell you straight. I, I gave my tote bag to Liam to safely get home glasses. Yeah. And uh, he has confirmed that he got six Capitas back. He got six? <laughs> six <laughs> back, of which I'm getting three back, which means I'm finally going to have a full, a full set of tasting glasses. I'm going to have Amazing. Uh, five whiskey live capitas because I've got two from last year and three. So I'll be able to do for the first time in my life when I've got five whiskeys, I'll be able to do them all in the same glass. And they were all obviously lovingly donated by other patrons that attended the festival. Um, I think people just leave it. People just leave them on the way out, don't they? Yeah, I think so. I, I ended up with a, an empty Guinness glass, which I've acquired from somewhere. <laughs> I don't quite know what happened, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you're bringing Guinness glasses home. It's a good mention of Liam. Because um, he joined us, what, two hours into the festival, Liam turned up and Liam's your friend from real life. Um, real life friends. A, a non uh, a non whiskey geek. So, yeah, got the pleasure to sort of walk he him actually, around and introduce him. 
I classify him as a supermarket whiskey. Um, mm. So he's into sort of supermarket stuff. He doesn't drink it as much. And I will take to my grave um, his face when he tried the uh, Kalila uh, Tokai cask from Murray McDavid. Oh, and he yeah. looked at me and he went, his face went, is this what whiskey can be? <laughs> and I went, I just, I, I just looked at him and I was like, yes, my yes, friend. And you know what? You can actually buy that bottle. And he went, I can buy it, mate. That and I said, stands... I think he has bought it afterwards. So that stand had some bangers. It's the goodest place to start, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, we're not going to do this in order because that's what we're like. But I absolutely love that Murray McDavid stand. Uh, yeah. And Dean's, Dean's a super nice guy. But oh, um, I didn't realize. Dean is the sort of blender at the thing. So I've seen Dean on social media and stuff and then chatted to him at the festivals, but didn't realise he's like the geezer behind it all. Yeah. yeah. He's also super smartly dressed. So fair play to him. Very swanky. Gave us a good talk through. Went, th- I mean, um, there was a Glen Spay, I think, that I tried. I tried that one a bit later on in the day. That was excellent. Yeah. And there was also, there was like one that had been blended from four casks with some port mix in there. Port Oloroso, uh, Yes. But what was that? Obviously bourbon. That was a Linkwood nine-year-old. That was the Linkwood. That was also excellent. That was uh, really good. Spoiler alert, we're going to say a lot of these whiskeys are excellent because the truth is most whiskeys at uh, that level are very good. Also uh, excellent. Once you've had a few drams, they're all excellent. But these genuinely were. Uh, but we also got to try that um, 20 or 21-year-old, the Shig Margot cask, right? Yes. I'm glad you pronounced it because I wasn't going to go there. Yeah. And that was... And what we did, actually, so our top tip is... Go around first and size up the whiskies you really want to try before your palate is destroyed. Yeah. And do not pretend that your palate will not get destroyed. It does get destroyed. Oh, I don't know after yeah. how many whiskies it is. And then after that, you're really going more and kind of like feel, aren't you? Yeah. So we went around and tried the ones we really, really wanted to try fairly early on. Yeah. Right? Um, so we were lucky to try that one early on in the show when our palate was still going. And I'm strongly considering getting a bottle of that. The Kalila. Both, to be honest, yeah. the Tokai cast Kalila and the Shig, they're both available online. Yeah, anyway, I'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah. Tokaji. Tokai. <laughs> <laughs> the other stands, really good, worthy. Chapter 7, sort of top whiskeys, guys. They had some worldies as well. I really enjoyed some of those. What was cool about them was they had about... I don't know, was it 14 bottles on the stand? It, it was like that? ridiculous just the amount of whiskey they had out. And I was, just you know what? Everything, almost so many distilleries. I, think I was waiting for a car crash to happen because there were so many people around that stand and people picking up bottles. And I'm like, there's only two of them. I started like sort of trying to control people away from their bottles and just sort of control their tasting. So I was like, they were so busy and there was so much there. I just could see it going really wrong for them. So you were doing a wee bit of crowd control where people were getting a too drunk, yeah. sort of st- st- steering them away. Yeah, I we we had to stay the whole length to see somebody uh, sadly uh, fall over. But I, I've never not been to a whiskey festival and not seen someone fall over. So whoever you are, these people, please drink less. Yeah, or just water in between every dram. Yeah. Have a bit have of water. some water. There's always someone that falls over. Uh, oh. Always. Yeah, but no, Ed and Sebastian are doing a sterling job down there. And I think that stand in particular, they had the, I know you were sort of like, really, you got to try this. It was the canvas. That's um, me all over though, isn't it? Once I've, had, 30, once I've had a few. What's the age? Oh, the, the canvas, the 30, yeah. 31 year old or something. It was excellent. Yeah, it was really good. That was nice. Oh, yeah. And then we had the, the Manic More 11 was uh, 
hitting a lot of points for me as well. Yeah. Not so keen. But no, yeah. I just I just can't really remember it. So, you know, take from that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that's true, isn't it? I'll tell you what I can remember. The Glenn Murray stand with um, the warehouse editions. I Ooh. didn't try, just to make a point here, I didn't try the Oloroso. Guess why? I've got it at home. Don't need yeah. to drink it again. But I did try the Amarone yeah. and the Amontillado. And we both loved the Amarone, right? Amarone for me was like, I think I loved it at the time significantly more than you did. I was like getting very excited to myself. I was like, can I have, like literally did an Oliver. Can I have some more, please? It's definitely up there. Again, that's another one I would consider buying. I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for it. Um, yeah. Just everything I'd want in like a sherried whiskey. And they uh, again, the guys on the stand were so nice. Uh, like obviously Ian. Ian, yeah. is just all over it and then did a little special tasting. Maybe Phil, was it? Room. Yeah, Phil as well. You can't Both. talk about the special tasting though because we got to try something which is not yet released. It's not yet released. Can't talk about it. Can't talk about it. It's top secret, which is such a shame because it was but very cool. Glenn Murray have got some really good things going on um, and they don't take the mick with costs. They're putting no. out really, really good value, good strength. Uh, yeah, good price. What was that? What was that? That one that's got scored 98 points at um, the some sort of Elgin 10 year old Chardonnay cast. That was it. it. Yeah, that was it. The, the, yeah, and we tried that. It was, yeah, it was, you know, vanilla, orchard fruit. There was a little something else in there, maybe like lychee or something. And it was good because <sighs> we had a good chat with Ian about that. And it was like, why be embarrassed about this vanilla note? I know. Right. Because it's, it's one of the most appealing to me, one of the most appealing tastes in all of food like it just means comfort for me like this vanilla thing mm. and you're gonna get buckets of it as soon as there's anything bourbon cask involved and on that, yeah on, on that just whilst you're i'm just gonna have a wee pour of springbank 10 i think it's good cork pot by the way it's very good yeah um but yeah i think um that well 90, look, you know is it 90 out of 100 people scored it glenn murray distillery Glenn Murray. I've, I've, I don't know how, how, how long we've been talking for now, but I've managed to go this far without talking about Tamdu. So let's just get onto it, right? Just for the, <laughs> let's just get into it. So one, Tamdu weren't there, devastated, totally devo, hilarious. Um, yeah, and it actually said that Tamdu were going to be there as well as many other stands in oh, some sort yeah. of email, which I feel like maybe I mean, like, it was last year's link or something. But there were loads of loads of brands mentioned. Lots of brands mentioned. I'm gonna have to check it again. People. Yeah, but anyway, it was all recovered um, with um, was it um, Jarleff? I think it was Jarleff on Dunville's. Oh my word! So I'm just gonna be totally honest and say I've never—I don't think I've ever tried a single bottle of okay. that. And I came away thinking, I want all of them. Yeah, really. It's it's, and I when I said to him, um, the lovely guy, when I said to him, oh, it's really kind of giving me Tamdu vibes, and he went, Yeah, that's what we were going for. Yeah. And I was like are you joking? And he said, no, no, that's kind of what we were going for. Like, this is the kind of the, that's kind of the direction we're going for. Juicy, so one, but rich and dry all at the same time. Mega. Yeah, and mega, just so good. So even though Tamdu wasn't there, Dunville's was there, right? Dunville, um, Dunville from Belfast. It was yeah. absolutely wicked. I, I struggled to understand John at the time because he was like proper. It's like me when I go full on Welsh. He was like the Energizer. He ener was like a, a, a Northern Irish Energizer bunny. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm Jarleth. You're drinking Dunville's Irish whiskey from the Actonville Distillery. That's really nice to hear from Jarleth there, from Dunvilles. 
he was wicked. He, he was, was bouncing wicked. off the walls. He was having a great time. Yeah. Have a wee bit, have a bit of that Paolo Cortado 21. And do you know what's good? Hey, we sort of... hey, boys, boys, he's going, boys, don't go anywhere. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. go anywhere. You've got the, got the PX single class 21 say, coming. Like, so we do... went in, sort of like being the whiskey experts that we are, going, right, we're just going to go in and try the ones we want. And we're not going to get talked into doing a lineup because we know best. And uh, we went over and went, oh, you know, as polite as can be, Duncan sort of went, oh, we're going to do this. He went, no, no, you're starting here. Uh, <laughs> he gave us the like, oh, no, entry like a... blend. And we were like, oh. That's that was decent. actually pretty good. And he went, yeah. okay, well, you've got these uh, these other two. And then so we went, jumped into the, the Palo Cotado cask. And um, what else did we have on there? The it, was like, Palo... it was like a negotiation. We said, look, oh, okay, awesome. we'll, we'll do the entry, but we only really want to try four. And he went, okay, well, three or four, here we go. These are the ones. And he went, you do the entry one, then you go straight up to the big boy league. Yeah. And that's what we did. And then we ended up hanging around for a while. And I think we tried a couple other ones just because he was we, such a nice eye. We, you know. we had a little uh, a cheeky... Dunville's PX cast strength. Um 21 year old. Yeah, there was there wasn't much left in that bowl, but uh our new pal uh secured that at the end of the festival. So big shout out to Jeff. Yeah. Uh you got home safely. We got a message. I was getting a bit worried. I was about to circulate pray for Jeff. <laughs> you go you went go, radio silent on us. Just I don't know if I told you this. I can't remember if I left you a voice message saying this or not, but on the way back, uh, after um, we'd managed to procure a kebab finally for Jeff around Tottenham Court Road, then we were on the tube and uh, both um, heading wherever we were heading together. And um, he was like, oh, have, have another swig on it. Let's have a swig. And I was like, Jeff, please, let's stop trying to drink the, the toilet. I was like, just keep it. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, at this point, we're both, you know. Uh, we're not enjoying it as well as I was as we like, there's no be. point. So just in case anyone thinks, you know, what's, what's your, how do you judge? Whether you are still cog, what's the word? Cognizant? Is that the right word? Cognizant? Sounds close enough to me. With it, and I was like, I was with it enough <laughs> to realise that even though I could have another swig on this fabulous whiskey for free, it was a total waste. Yeah. I was like, please, please don't do that. I was like, just keep it, take it home, enjoy it. Right. The only thing you're doing is going to make tomorrow's hangover worse. There's no benefits that have been gleaned. It's just not it worth anymore. it. It's too good to just be swigging out of a bottle on a train. Yeah. And so, so I shut that shut that one down after one tiny squeak just to make him feel good about him. Jeff, ex ex uh, ice hockey goalkeeper, Canadian legend. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I want him on the pod at some point in the future because he was just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was gold, wasn't he? Yeah. Quality geezer. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, um, so that so that Dunville's was amazing. Murray with Dave was amazing. Chapter seven was very good. Uh, Glenn Murray was great, and the rest of the stands, to be honest. Yeah, all right. I mean, it was it was good. Don't get me wrong, but they were the standout ones, weren't they? Um, yeah. And so then... I wanted to. So one other thing that really gets to my nerves. I haven't really said. I've only really said the the. the do you call it a tote bag as you walk in? Yeah. So yeah. things that could be improving me. Don't give somebody a really weighty tote bag as they walk in because they don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. Two, when the festival gets underway and then people go to the stand, I've got no problem if people are at the stand chatting with people, like chatting to the ambassador or somebody serving. I get that. I know what you're going to say. But yeah, I'm going to say it because people need to hear it. But when you've stopped talking to somebody for a while and then you just decide to stand at the stand and just block anybody else from getting to it, especially if you've got a rucksack on, but that's a side note. But if you you're just going to stand at the stand and yeah, you were moving, we were moving out of the way. Yeah. People just stand at the stand and won't move. Yeah. Oh, please. Like, just, it's not difficult. People are going to let you back in. It's like they, they panic that if they move, you can you can rotate, right? You don't have to just 
shoulder out. Uh, and there wasn't too much that going on, but just a little bit. And it obviously it gets worse. Towards the end. the end as well. And do you know what? What really annoyed me is that they were, it was the, the whiskey live stand, wasn't it? So it was all the award win, or the whiskey award stand. I don't know what you want to call it. But, the um, World Whiskey Awards stand. World Whiskey Awards stand. You had to have tokens to get anything off this bar. Um, and yeah, they literally just stood there taking up half the bar. We're like just patiently waiting. And then they throw their drams away. <laughs> Is that what they did? Yeah. Straight into the yeah, into the bucket. What's and a carried waste. on talking. And I'm like, you are literally going to get dragged out of there in a minute. Hey, um, on that. I, I get that you don't, if people don't want to drink too much, but at the same time, I kind of don't know how I feel about spittooning like top quality whiskey. Especially not like quarter to 10 when it's finishing at 10. You've already yeah. committed at this stage. You're, just if get, you're still there, you're there for like, you're there for the night. You just, just admit what you're there for or get out. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, so I'm only other like last gripe, and I don't know if you can remember this, but um, we had tickets where you get free cheese. Uh, mm. you know the the free wow. cheese tickets now i don't know if it's me and maybe i just again sort of a loose memory although we, we went and got the cheese fairly yep. at cheese and cold meat fairly early on good idea. i don't remember there being any stilton or any cheddar and this was early it was on. a little there was a little bit of cheddar and brie okay so it was there was i just remember piles of brie like whoever does whoever did the ordering there you need to get some stilton and some more cheddar yeah, it was I mean, a little unbalanced. You did go back up for more brie, so it could have brie. been that's why. Well, that's that's there. all there is. If, what brie or no brie? I'm going to go brie, aren't I? That's, <laughs> that's the only choice. Is the question to brie, brie, or, no brie? or not to brie? <laughs> when you're yeah. when you are, you know, having, you know, we drink, and you want to have some food on top of the water, and there's only brie. Yeah. Brie it is, and more bread. Got to have more bread. Yeah, brie Soak and more out. bread. But yeah, so it was good food though. Good food. What was there yeah, was tasty. All right. Yeah, it was okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to... You should see gonna, his face. I'm not going to rave about it, Mike. There's no point, is there? They could have had better quality of cheese and, yeah. uh, you know, less tote bags. But great stands and yeah. uh, really good laugh. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was, uh, it was definitely, I think the episode title summed it up perfectly, a good day to drink hard. And we yeah. prepped correctly. We actually had some semblance of a plan. We stuck to it. And uh, yeah, met some cool people, had some wicked whiskeys and had a really good laugh. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that I'm, I've been really introduced to um, to Dunville's. Mm. Um, I, I've been, Murray McDavid has cemented themselves as a, one of my favorite, one of my favorite IBs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it was really great trying the whole uh, uh, Glen Murray range, right? And trying the, the other warehouse casks because I really wonder what they're like. And that's the brilliant thing about whiskey festival is you, you can go and try whiskeys that you, you can try quite a few whiskeys in one sort of afternoon or evening yeah. and really make some purchasing decisions. Yeah. And yeah. amazingly, another thing, we didn't buy any bottles. No, immediately. Not immediately. <laughs> but normally I will come out of a whiskey festival with something because I just feel like I need to show something. But, you know, like I said, this was like the blueprint of how to survive a whiskey festival for me. This is how you should behave. And yeah, I think we both came out reasonably professional. On that, we did go to the pub afterwards, and that was when it started to go downhill. So <laughs> I'm just saying, like, every time I don't I say, know what you're on about, Duncan. 
Yeah, Vince the Pub and hang around with <laughs> randoms. <laughs> it's good though. Anyway, um, uh, so we went to the pub afterwards and we had another pint, Guinness, um, and yeah. we had a cigar, didn't we? You know, we chilled out, yeah. and we debriefed, and it was, it was good stuff. So, would we recommend it, Whiskey Live? Yeah, maybe. Like, I know. would. I think cut your teeth. It's still a, uh, it's a good festival. It's not overwhelming, and um, there weren't too many idiots, which is a good thing to say, I especially think when I, you're in London. I think as long as you're friendly and you get talking to the people and you get some of the the, the not front-of-counter drams, then yep. I think you'd come away very, very happy. Right? Yeah, I'd agree. And, oh, that's, that was our experience, really. Um, yeah. 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 Well, to, to next year, Mike. Next, next year. year. Next year. Free tickets, please, Whiskey Live. This pod's got to be good for something. Yeah. <laughs> Paying for all these Whiskey Live tickets every year. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, um, well, was, uh, you know, Thanks for listening to this uh, episode and uh, subscribe and follow um, if you uh, if you want to hear more. And we'll catch you on the next one. Here we go, here we go. Flavours of London, 12 to 2 on Mondays at boogalooradio.com or catch up on mixcloud.com slash boogalooradio. Oh my days, check that out. That was super pro. <laughs> Available at all good hospitals. Yeah, so uh, um, I got some tor- Torah Pike. Torah Vig. <laughs> That's amazing. So what, what are we doing with that?